Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, Western Canada's premier travel podcast, where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. It was only a week ago that we were in Los Angeles, which was our continuation of our Southern California experience. And part of it was a walking tour of Venice Beach with Walking Tours LA. Now, it was the first time I ever have done a walking tour, and it was great. I learned a lot about the area of Venice Beach that I would never find out if I just went on my own. So we'll have that for you. Plus, the hotel we stayed at was the Garland Hotel, located close to Universal Studios and a number of other amenities. In fact, when you're staying there, you don't even get the feeling you're in a huge city like L.A. because it's very quiet and surrounded by lots of green space. So we'll tell you more about the Garland a little later on. But let's begin the podcast talking about another form of accommodation, and that's using something called Home Exchange. And to tell us how it all works is Clemence Cregan. She is the Country Manager for Canada for Home Exchange. Their website is homeexchange.com. Clemence joins us now. Hi, Clemence. Hi, Wendy. So tell me how Home Exchange came about. So actually, so the concept of Home Exchange has actually been around for uh, ages and uh, was uh, particularly popular within the academic community. And it's been the uh, 90s with the rise of internet and personal computer that Home Exchange uh, came along and launched the first home swap service online. So tell me how it works uh, when you talk about home swapping. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm swapping my home for your home at the same time. You're coming here and I'm going there. <laughs> Is that the gist of it? <laughs> so it's actually, yes, it's possible. Uh, so you have two types of exchange. So the first one is basically what you explain. I go to your place and you come to mine. Uh, but... What is a very um, unique about Home Exchange is that we've introduced uh, a year ago uh, a guest point system that allows you to organize um, non-reciprocal exchanges. So, for for instance, uh, you could come stay at my house while I go to stay at someone else's house. And when you register on our website uh, and you um, put your house on our uh, website, we give you um, a value, your house has a value in number of points. And, um, you know, this whole guest point system basically allows, um, you know, to organize more exchanges and gives more flexibility. Okay, yeah, well, I can see it on your website. It's homeexchange.com. And if you look at some of the examples, uh, you just type in a destination and pops up all these different uh, homes that you can I'm not going to say rent, but the 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 house like 76 guest points a night and 145 guest points a night. So you accumulate guest points, right? Exactly. So basically, you will see when you register, uh, which is totally free, by the way, um, and you complete your profile, um, we will give you a little bit of guest points. Why you do that to kind of get you started, and then so when you register, complete your listing, and you can start browse and look at destinations that you would like to go to. And you start contacting members to try um, to um, try to organize an exchange, and you either do reciprocal exchange. But if the person is not interested to come to your place, you give them points while you go to their place, and they can use the points that you give them to go somewhere else. So you know it kind of 
gives more flexibility. Mm-hmm. So what happens in case of damage or the home that I'm going to doesn't turn out to be quite like I thought it was going to be? <laughs> I'm sure you've probably heard those stories, right? Yeah, it's a little unfortunate that you are actually 100% covered because when you organize your expense, you will have two options. Um, either um, to pick a pay-as-you-go um, um um, option, which is $15 per night, or you'll be able to take a membership, yearly membership, which is $170 a year, and then with those, you're totally covered. Um, in case of cancellation, we will help you, you know, find um, a- another accommodation. Uh, if the place is not up to standard, and, you know, we will also um, help you either find something else or uh, give you some money back. And finally, let's say your kids break the TV or something, you're covered up to $1 million. Well, that's good. Um, how many members do you have right now? So right now, we're, we're, um, we have about 400,000 members uh, around the world um, in 187 countries. Pretty much everywhere, so <laughs> I'm guessing, right? <laughs> Pretty much everywhere, yes. If you look, uh, we have a lot of listings, uh, yeah around the world and you know we are uh, uh, in a way to try to grow the community even more so mm-hmm. <laughs> double that number by a year yeah now who is this best suited for uh, I, I would imagine families use it everybody would use it right if you have that many members totally absolutely yeah totally family loves it um, I would say 60% of our members are families and usually they like it because it's very practical you go into a, a real house that has a real kitchen equipped, uh, sometimes toys for kids. Um, and, so, you know, besides the fact that it's, it's a very economical way to travel, it's also practical, it's very authentic because you get to exchange with the local that will give you the best tips on things to do around the area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and, and yeah, as I said, we have a lot of families, but also, you know, couples, uh, it's, it's, it's very diverse. <laughs> Clemence is the country manager for Canada for Home Exchange. The website is homeexchange.com. Uh, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Randy. Well, it was only a week ago that we were in Los Angeles where we stayed at the Garland Hotel located close to Universal Studios and lots of other amenities too. In fact, when you're staying there, like I said before, you don't ever get the feeling you're in a huge city like L.A. because it's very quiet, uh, lots of green space surrounding you. So when we were there, I got the chance to meet up with the general manager of the Garland Hotel, Scott Mills. And here's how that conversation sounded. Well, it's a, it's a beautiful uh, resort hotel is it's kind of in between is what i'm getting at absolutely uh it's funny you mentioned that we're actually uh very unique for los angeles having seven acres right in the middle of the city uh it's very rare and especially to dedicate uh that much land to uh 
250 rooms yeah. and, and uh, some 20,000 square feet of meeting space. So we really give you a great LA vibe, California vibe, uh, that indoor-outdoor flow. And um, we, we call it an urban oasis. So you really, uh, when you drive in the driveway, you kind of forget that you're in the middle of LA and the chaos and the traffic, and, and you have a nice little reprieve and while you're here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you, but you're very accessible to what LA has to offer, which is nice and really uh, gives you a, an opportunity to uh, to have access to you know Santa Monica or Universal Studios, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers, downtown Dodger Stadium, a lot of shopping, and, and of course Hollywood and. All that has to offer with the um, Dolby Theater, where the Oscars are, and some other things. So, uh, pretty central location, but definitely uh, unique for for having seven acres uh, for our property. So that's where you get that resort feel, and of course, um, all the programming here really lends itself nicely to to guests that want to get away and try something different. Uh, we have uh, arts and crafts, uh, macrame, some of the old school things like that that, that, that we see uh, all gener- three generations at times yeah. doing, which is pretty cool. Uh, then we, you know, we have our normal yoga and things like that and, and other programming that really uh, lends itself to resort. But then we also have other things like we do an urban walk where um, you know, you know, you're not mm-hmm. um, walking down downtown city streets, but you're walking in the local residential area, which is pretty cool. And, yeah. and definitely um, a lot of different architecture, a lot of history in Studio City. And uh, including the Brady Bunch House, which is a big, big draw for that that uh, activity that we do, mm-hmm. and those are all complementary. Um, and then we do other ones like face painting. Actually, tonight there's face painting. Yeah. Um, we have a bacanora tasting. Bacanora is a like a it's a cousin of the tequila, so it's up and coming again. It used to be around, and the, the government and prohibition kind of squashed it, and then tequila was born. Yeah. Uh, and now Bacanor, we're one of the first places to have that and feature, and we have a, a special tasting every Wednesday. So we're trying to do a lot of fun things and u- unique things yeah. that you don't find anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you, we're more uh, trying to be more... Uh, a little more special, little you know, unique surprises yeah. and nice little touches here and there where we can, but still offer a, a great, a great venue or a great place for uh, families mm-hmm. as well as couples and business travelers to kind of commingle. Yeah. And everyone has their own little space, uh, and, and but it offers a lot of things that are value added, and uh, and also of course we're not. Um, we're not Beverly Hills prices, so we try to try to keep it very reasonable and just we want to have fun here. That's the yeah. main thing. Well, that's the atmosphere you, you get when you first check in. There's lots of fun. There's lots of things going on. And it's funny you mention uh, kind of you don't realize you're in such a huge city once you check in. It's like, wow, you're surrounded by all this greenery. And it's like you're in the middle of a forest somewhere. And you're right. You do get that feel. It's an oasis in the middle of the, all this huge metropolis. But yet you're so close to all the amenities. Yeah, absolutely, um, and that, that's that's a draw, and, and def- people are amazed. We've been here almost 50 years, yeah. and the, the hotel, uh, we, we relaunched it four years ago as the garland of what you see today, so it does have some some fun history yeah. and was more of a, a more value-oriented hotel back then. It was a Howard Johnson when it opened almost 50 years ago, and you can think shag carpet and waterbeds, <laughs> uh, not the best thing for the, the housekeepers use rakes, uh, so that didn't last too long. That was the bad part of the 70s. Um, uh, but then uh, it transitioned into a Holiday Inn for 20 years. Had a great run with with uh, that brand, and as as we um, um, saw the the need for uh, 
for more boutique or uh, an offering for the community and for visitors alike and the and you know like the west side of the west hollywoods and mm -hmm. santa monica's uh, nothing like this really existed in this area so uh the ownership who are still the, the same owners second generation of, that built the hotel yeah. um had this vision uh and i joined up and partnered with them to uh to make this uh, dream a reality and it's, mm -hmm. it's exceeded all our expectations it's been really really a fun ride and um, we're really happy with it, and we, but we don't take it for granted. We're very much community yeah. partners, and yeah. uh, we, we like to treat all guests, uh, whether they're uh, staying here or whether you're coming in for a meal or a function from you know down the street. Uh, you, everyone's equally as important, and everyone's a VIP, and we really want to convey that message to everyone and and uh, and have fun with it. And, and, but celebrate the history. Beverly Garland was a, an actress, yeah. okay. uh, so she was on My Three Sons. And uh, that was one of her biggest roles on TV, but she was the mother that married Fred McMurray. Uh, she also uh, was in seven other uh, TV series, um, Lois and Clark, Scarecrow and Mrs. King, um, as a regular, yeah. did a ton of movies, so like over 800 appearances on television and, and in movies. Um, tons of tons of uh, <laughs> things, and, and it's a very familiar face. If you saw her, you'd be like, oh, that's her. Mm -hmm. um, we even have a movie theater here named after her, so we have a, the hotel has a movie theater, another thing that's kind of unique for us uh, in the area. Um, and we, we show movies and we do private screenings, of course. We also have some nights where we do a dinner and a movie in our restaurant called The Front Yard, very much a, yeah. a neighborhood hotspot, um, everyday dining type of place. And uh, people have, you know, families or, or couples will have dinner there and then go watch a movie after in our theater. So mm -hmm. um, that whole Hollywood history thing really ties in well with, with our um, location in Los Angeles next to all the studios. Yeah. They're all here, uh, Warner Brothers, Universal, uh, NBC, ABC, Disney, CBS, they're all within a couple miles, if not less than a couple miles. Mm -hmm. So it's really uh, very centrally located and, and celebrating his, the historic uh, side of Los Angeles and, and of Hollywood, but also yeah. uh, in today's world and trying to have today's features and keeping up with the times and, and being fresh. Um, so like I mentioned, four years in, uh, but 48 years old. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice thing. Everyone needs a facelift once in a while here in Los Angeles. Well, I think that's, uh, I mentioned that uh, a lot of times when I talk to hotel people, is that it's this constant evolution. If you don't keep up with the times, then uh, you're going to be left behind. But uh, you were talking about movies. One of the cool things uh, that I noticed here is you have movie nights by the pool, and you have a very nice pool, by the way. Yes, um, thank you. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't get to enjoy it much, but <laughs> I'd love to. Uh, but everyone else does. Mm. And uh, so that's a great amenity for the hotel guests. And uh, we, we reserve it for only hotel guests that are registered here in the hotel so it's not one of those nasty uh pool parties yeah, or maybe yeah. some people like that a lot don't um so we don't have that kind of la scene at the pool our scene is more of a relaxed vibe great food great drinks um space enough for uh kind of everyone to enjoy it so mm. we have a, a family hot tub we have an adults only a 21 and over hot tub to give everyone that, that wants to be yeah. in that world a, a space yeah. uh, and then a lot of chase lounges and so forth um, but the pool's great, and then dive-in movies, we do those nightly uh, after sunset uh, during the summer, and the rest of the year we do them on Friday, Saturdays. Uh, it's a great, another great amenity, to, it's uh, complimentary included, and it's really a, a cool thing. We'll have couples out there that are kind of snuggled up under a towel and <laughs> enjoying drinks, watching a, a movie, of maybe uh, something from their past, or from a, just to remind them of when they were kids. Yeah. Um, or we also have uh, uh, families come in, and the kids will be basically 
babysat by the movie and be hanging out <laughs> in the pool and everyone's occupied with that and then and mom and dad can be uh, at the table next door keep an eye on them but also enjoying a glass of wine and a meal mm. uh, from the front yard and uh, really uh, everyone's happy for that hour and a half two hour time frame yeah and then all, all chaos breaks loose <laughs> after that of course exactly. uh, but it's a great place to come it's an oasis after after a busy day in LA whether it's at work or whether it's uh, mm. at play or at Universal Studios coming back here um, enjoying the pool it's pretty warm at night uh, the water's warm the movie's on it's just a fun scene and just mm. very very a great activity just to end the day with yeah. um, and nice big beautiful fireplace out there too that adds to the ambiance so yeah. the pool's uh, one of the favorite spots here at the hotel for sure we have about 30 seconds anything you want to add uh, just come visit us at the Garland in the front yard. We're, uh, we're here to take care of you. We've been Condé Nast uh, mm-hmm. Reader's Choice Awards four years in a row, top 10 in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, which is pretty significant, and we're very proud of that. And also the front yard, our restaurants, the uh, best brunch spot, best outdoor dining. So uh, a lot of great things here, and uh, we look forward to, to welcoming you one day soon. Perfect. Scott Mills, he's the general manager of the Garland Hotel. It's a beautiful resort. you got to come visit it when you're in L.A. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, part of our stay in Los Angeles last week included a walking tour of Venice Beach with Walking Tours LA. It was the first time I've ever done a walking tour. It was fabulous. I learned a lot about Venice Beach, the history, and uh, all the surrounding area that I would never find out if I just went on my own. And after the tour, I sat down with Danny Burke, our tour guide, and here's that for you now. Yeah, hello. I'm with Walking Tours LA. My name is Danny Burke. Uh, Our company does tours with uh, Venice, Venice Canals, Santa Monica, Santa Monica Beach, Santa Monica Promenade. We also do Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard, Hollywood Strip, and Beverly Hills. Well, it covers a lot of walking areas. (laughs) How long have you been doing this? This is is my second year. I've been a teacher this is more or less a retirement job. Hmm. So you, you seem to enjoy uh, everything you do uh, when, it, when it comes to doing a walking tour. We just finished doing uh, the walking tour of Venice, and I learned so much. I don't know how we're going to possibly get uh, the 90-minute walking tour, all the information we learned in 10 minutes, but we'll do our best. Uh, tell me a little bit about Venice Beach. All right, first of all, I want to say that you cannot learn about a city from car windows. You have to walk it. You have to walk on the city. To get the vibe of it, see it, feel it, and experience it. And that's exactly what we did, so expand on that. <laughs> well, we walked about two miles today, and we covered Venice. We covered the Venice canals primarily, and we talked about the culture of Venice. We talked about the history of it. We talked about its progression, its rise and fall, and its future. So now, give me a bit of a history lesson, if you can. <laughs> I know it's stuff to do with, about Venice and who started it. And, and really, the, the name, from what I understand, Venice, obviously is copying Venice in Italy. Venice was the, Venice was the inspiration of Abbot Kenny. He was born in, he's born in 1850, and his idea was to recreate the Venice of Italy into Venice of America. Mm-hmm. He's, in, so 1905, he... He's actually able to, do, able to do that, and he created, in one small town, recreated Venice. He, but not only that, he wanted a family-friendly place for children, 
And so he also created an amusement park. But his idea was not just to recreate Venice, but he wanted to introduce to people in the world or in, in the California area the, uh, the Renaissance feel. So he tried to recreate the music, the art, the culture of Venice to let people know here in America what it was like to be a Venetian. So now when people think of Venice, they think of the canals and uh, especially, well, the canals. They had the canals too. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's amazing how it was just recreated. They had the canals, they had everything. Yeah, what a lot of people don't know is Venice has a set of canals now. But the idea of Venice was the, their traditional walking city. They were ahead of their time. All throughout the city, there were canals. The way you could get home was to take a gondolier ride, you could rent a rowboat, you could walk or you take a miniature train around the park, which was a good price, a dollar a week. <laughs> but certainly not like that now. Now, we, of course, uh, the, the advent of the automobile was sort of the turn of uh, what happened with Venice Beach area, right? Yes, by 1925, when automobiles were cheap enough where most people could buy them, there was a real push towards creating roads into, uh, into Venice. So a, a lot of people, before that, people had to come rely on the red trolley cars to get there. And at that point, that convenience, it, it changed. The pe people changed. Who wanted to be in their car now. And Venice had no roads and it had no parking. It still has no parking, but it does have roads, so the idea was to... <clears throat> the idea and the, the decline of Venice some of it was started with the automobile. And today, of course, people know Venice Beach for the Muscle Beach area and uh, those types of attractions. There's all kinds of things for people to see and do uh, in Venice Beach today, right? Yes. When L.A. annexed Venice in the 1920s, they didn't think the idea of amusement park was the way to go. They wanted to build a recreational facility in Venice. The Venice Community Project is what it was called. It was built in 1950 to allow more access to the beach by the bike paths through, through exercise, through swimming, and uh, through all the activities they, have, they had today, and including a parking. So they expanded the parking lot and developed a recreational facility that's still in use today. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, obviously, it's the beach itself is the, is the big attraction. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing beach, and it yeah. stretches for miles, but it's, it's like 50 yards out. <laughs> yes. What happened in 1946 when the Venice Pier was destroyed, uh, L.A. went to the trouble of expanding the beach and expanding the beach was they felt that was the the way of the future was getting away from the pleasure piers and developing a beach community so the beach sand was brought in and jetties were put up to protect the sand and the sand is now about 50 yards and was also placed in a way that the sandbars were the where the waves would become very gentle and it's a great place, it's a great beach today for surfing, 
or for children mm. or for walking with mm. plenty of parking. Mm -hmm. And of course there's restaurants along the way and all kinds of uh, shops and I think the one of the fun things to do is just people watch. There's so many different characters down there, right? Yeah, yeah Venice is a, a city of characters. In fact, it prides themselves on being colorful and full of char characters. So you can be a, a billionaire or a bum, and you'll, and you'll, and you'll get, get along at Venice. <laughs> uh, and many celebrities uh, are known to uh, go through uh, Venice Beach in, in, in the past. Uh, you mentioned during our tour, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was one, Jim Morrison. Yes. Yeah, Arnold actually put Venice Beach, Muscle Beach, on the map when he came out here in 1968. And at, at that point, bodybuilding was not real popular, but it was popularized closely after that, in the, in the 1970s. And then Mus Muscle Beach was ahead of the head of the road on many on something like that. Mm -hmm. They also uh, Venice was also the first town to actually have paid lifeguards. That before that, it wasn't done. It's it's obviously getting into tourism season. It gets busier and busier. Uh, if if you're coming and planning a trip here, obviously you want to take a walking tour because yes. you learn so much. Right. Yeah. And the the point about taking a walking tour is you have opportunity to see, and once you have the opportunity to see something, then it's ingraining your mind, and you can deliberate deliberate it and ask questions about it, ponder it. And, and create in your own mind what's happened, what's happened in the past. What amazed me, uh, not, a, not only the area, the beach area, but you go back into the neighborhoods and see some of the beautiful homes that are uh, back onto the, what's left of the canals now. Yes, canal homes now are probably in their third generation. Uh, originally around 19, 1905 to 1925, you had just basic small one-room shacks. By the 40s or 50s, you had small uh, one-room cottages, one or two-room cottages. But now the third generation is most everything's being knocked down, and they're creating these three-story, multi-modern dwellings that have they could show a lot of glass where you have access to the water, with skylines and patios to access to have free access to the water. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a, it's a beautiful area. It's a lot of fun. I learned so much. So if you're uh, in Los Angeles, you uh, it's really is a must. It's it's a great way to learn the history of the area, not only about Venice Beach, but some of the other tours that uh, Walking Tours LA does. Their website is walkingtoursla.com. Uh, Danny Burke was our tour guide. It was a fantastic tour, Danny. I learned so much. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sean. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. I want to thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, take a minute, rate the show, leave us a review, and tell a friend about the podcast. And if you want to drop me a line, my email address is randy at theinformedtraveler.ca. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler, or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.com.